Absolutely. Hello, Rios. Stop. All right, let's do this. Okay, I'm just closing out a couple tabs that I had open for <clears> the last <throat> one. Okay. I tell you what, I um, I wasn't really um excited for Marvel until the um, WandaVision trailer came out, dude. Because all really the only content we've gotten from Marvel, I mean, other than the like, I was excited kind of for the announced movies, but they're they're still pretty far out. Um, the only really movie stuff we've gotten from Marvel has been for Black Widow, mm-hmm. and I think as we've talked about before on this show, I could not give i couldn't care at all about black widow i don't need film unfortunately i think that a lot of the um the advertisements and just more you know um teasers and Mm -hmm. screen grabs and all that kind of stuff right was gonna start dropping with black widow i think that was gonna kind of kick off phase four kind of give us some more content um but but. unfortunately we didn't get black widow and even though that in and of itself is not necessarily a bad thing we didn't (laughs) we didn't get the kickoff for this next step that marvel is gonna take we don't really know where they're gonna go from here we just know we know what's one we know what six or seven movie release dates yeah but outside of the big announcements they made uh, i i think it was last year you know just kind of announcing all the films and shows they've got coming out there hasn't been any sort of visual cue or mm-hmm. really any sort of media content to kind of let us know what we're going to get I don't even think there's been anything for um, um, what is it a uh, um Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I don't think we've gotten yeah, anything for that yet either. I don't think we've seen anything. We have a few <laughs> of like the like title art for some of the right, movies. Right, right. We don't really have much of anything else. Mm-hmm. Some of them at the moment aren't yeah. even named. Like right. We have the Just, we have like untitled Spider Man, untitled right. Ant Man and the Wasp. Right. We right. don't even know what they're going to be called. Mm-hmm. What have you heard anything about the Eternals? Because I'm very excited about this. No, I haven't heard much about it. I don't even know much about like the lore of the Eternals. I know it's kind of a bigger, yeah, you know, a I bigger mean, strain of stories in the Marvel universe. So listen, I don't know anything about the Eternals story, or mm, right. I, I have, I've been introduced to the characters that make up the Eternals. Don't really know much about them. Um, some of the characters have kind of been teased in. Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, um, right. And I believe in Doctor Strange, maybe. Okay. But I think the Eternals movie has potential to be the best Marvel movie yet. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I just read the so premise. So listen, listen to this quote okay. by, by the director, Chloe okay. Zhao, which gets me so excited. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. She says, I have such a deep, strong manga roots. I brought some of that into Eternals, and I look forward to pushing more of that marriage of East and West. How much further and bigger can we go after Endgame? Because I'm not making this just as a director. I'm making this film as a fan. Dude. Could we get a movie that is bigger in scale, both you know, the world building and the characters, as like bigger this, than Endgame? As like this combination of Eastern and Western influence style with a whole bunch of characters that we don't know or we care just have about. no we have idea never who seen they are before they have not been introduced listen marvel has marvel has 
proved us time and again that they can take the most obscure, unknown, uncared about characters, stories, and make them awesome, right? They did it with Guardians. Yeah. They did it with Ant-Man. They've done it many of times with, with characters you just wouldn't expect to have that big of an impact. And they took they took characters <clears throat> like those from Guardians. They took Ant-Man right. and they made them just as important in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as right. Captain America. Just as interesting, even sometimes more interesting. Oh, absolutely. I have far more interest in Guardians of the Galaxy than I ever probably did in... Uh, and I, I loved the Captain America movies, but I found Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man even... And like Doctor Strange, far more compelling because I think, and honestly, maybe this is something they tapped into. The kind of unknown of those characters, I think is probably what makes them so so interesting to see and interesting to kind of well, learn more gives, about. It gives them so much freedom with oh, yeah. how they right. want to do it because the mm-hmm. only people who are going to know or really care if they get things wrong right. is you know the diehard Marvel comic fans. Right. But right. here's the thing. This is what, I mean, listen, listen to that quote from Chloe Zhao. She's saying, I'm not just making the film as a director. Mm-hmm. I'm making the film as a fan. Right. This is she's going to make what we want to see. Now, granted, right. Kevin Feige has always <sighs> chosen directors who are perfect fits for the story, who true. are perfect Very fits true. for the character. Yeah. Right. So I I never would have doubted um, that Chloe Zhao would be a good fit for whatever story he chose. Yeah. But the yeah. fact that she's coming at it from that angle <laughs> right. of she wants to give the people what they want to see because right. she's trying to make what she wants. She's trying mm-hmm. to make right. as a fan where she hopes the Marvel mm-hmm. cinematic universe would go. And that's so exciting right. because you know, I don't think that after all that we've kind of been through with mm-hmm. the MCU, right. I don't think people are as excited for phase four and phase no. five. And partially it's because we don't really know what to expect. Right. We've expended all of the characters that everybody knows and loves. Right. We've gone through Iron Man and Captain America mm-hmm. and the yes. Hulk and right. and all of those and the we've big started main guys. we've started to get these newer characters <clears throat> mm-hmm. and like thinking back on it now it seems like we've known the Guardians of the Galaxy forever. It right. seems like Ant-Man right. has yeah. always been part of the Avengers. It seems like Black Panther has always been there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like these these characters that they have found a way to integrate into their story right. but the difference is now that's all they have. Right. Right. I want to talk about a little bit about what excites me about what, what Chloe Zhao said. But before we before we go too deep, I want to kind of just do a quick rundown. Yeah, yeah let's so go through it. So as far as Phase 4 goes, we've got Black Widow coming in 2021. We've got um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings also in 2021. We have Marvel's Eternals also in 2021. We have the untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel also in 2021, there are four Marvel movies coming out from between May and December of next year. That is a lot of Marvel content. They've got, they've got, basically they wrapped up the beginning of summer, the beginning yeah. of the blockbuster season mm-hmm. with a, a May and a July release. <clears throat> yep. And mm-hmm. then yep. they end the year with November and December. Yeah. Marvel's going to take over. It's going to be a big, that's going to be big. It's going to be a lot to keep up with, but maybe with so many new stories being told that's not such a bad thing to have them back to back have it kind of fresh in our minds i i agree especially depending on how they're going to try to tie them all together right 
Then coming up in 2022, still part of Phase 4, we've got Thor Love and Thunder coming out in February of 2022. Very excited about that one. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then we've got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming in March of 2022. Again, super stacked release dates. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not opposed to that, though. I think that's kind of a good idea. And you want to do... You want to know the the coolest thing about the new Doctor Strange movie? Okay. It's going to be directed by Sam Raimi. Really? Yeah, no yep. way. Let me check. Let me let me fact check myself real quick cuz some of these pages can get kind of old. Because originally uh the original director uh, Scott Derrickson had um that you know, they wanted him to come back and and do a second movie. Yeah. And he kind of said um he wanted to and we'll get to this in a little because this is this is part of what excites me about what Chloe Zhao said. He said he wanted to kind of get um, horror, like gothic horror, yeah. into the Marvel universe. And then um, I think early this year he See, said he Blade wasn't going to coming twenty twenty two. We can touch on it. We can touch on that. <laughs> so Derrickson announced that he wouldn't be directing the film due to creative differences, but he would remain as an executive producer. A month later, Sam Raimi entered the negotiations to take over as director. Um, and then Raimi confirmed he would be directing in April. So, well, I want to touch on that as well, I, but I want to finish this rundown yeah, because we, we have a, a lot to go on. There's a few things, yeah. few big things that really excite me that I want to unpack. We've also got a second Black Panther movie coming out in 2022. Mm-hmm. They're on. I, I'm assuming it's not. They're not really sure if it's going to be Phase Four yet because they're probably not sure if they're going to even make the movie. Yeah, it's. With uh, the it's, you untimely know, passing of legendary actor Chadwick Boseman. It's up in the air, and I don't yeah. think they should rush it. I don't either. They, they need to take their time, and if they're if, going to do it, they have to make sure yeah. they do it right. If, they're, if they are uncertain about anything with Black Panther 2, yeah. they need to scrap it. Yeah, May 6, 2022 is that release date. So it's just over a year and a half. If mm-hmm. just over a year and a half isn't enough time, fans will be okay with a delay. Oh, absolutely. Uh, fans, fans don't... Fan, if with it's something they really love, fans don't care how long they might they might be upset when mm-hmm. things get delayed or things don't you take a long time to come out. But the satisfaction of seeing it release is far more influential, I think, than than delaying something or having to push it back. You know, people complain about release dates and how long things take, but they really don't care. Yeah, they really don't care that much about how long it takes. Um, moving on from that, we've got an untitled Captain Marvel sequel. Which I'm so excited about. I'm sure you are. I'm not. Um. Anyways, moving on. You got a couple more movies that they're coming out with. Yeah, I don't have. So them I on have uh, Guardians Volume Three. Um. These are unscheduled as far as releases, but we know right. they're coming. They're coming. Guardians eventually. Volume Three. Um. An untitled Ant Man and the Wasp sequel. A Fantastic Four. Which has been done and redone hopefully they can get it right uh, done poorly sooner and redone <laughs> even more sooner or later even poorlier man fantastic four could be so good if if someone oh, yeah. would just do it the right way for seriously yeah totally marvel if you're listening marvel they're not no please make a good fantastic four movie they won't no <laughs> okay um and then as far as tv shows go we've got wandavision coming in december yeah very excited. Only six episodes. I'm curious to see how long they'll be, because I don't know if you watched. Um, um, I don't know if you watched uh, the Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. 
It was also a pretty short season. People were expecting, you know, hour-long episodes. Some episodes were 28 minutes. Some were 33. Some were, I think there was one 50-minute episode. Yeah. But most of them were 25 to 40 minutes long. And people were like, what in the hell is this all about? Well, and now they're kind of banking on season two. Right. To kind of keep everything together for them. Right. So, interesting that only six episodes are coming out. Um, And then we've also got Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out in 2021. We've got a Loki series coming out in 2021. Interesting about that is, you know, he's supposed to be dead. So, spoiler alert. It's been long enough. (laughs) Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think, could be really interesting. I'm very excited for that one. Because of... If for no other reason, because of the way that the Captain America storyline is playing right. out. And just because, because of... In, so in the comics, yeah. Winter Soldier becomes Captain America. Right. In the movies, now we know Falcon becomes Captain America. Right. He At least he gets the, the he, kind of he the, gets the, shield. the torch passed yeah. down, so, it so should, to speak. Should be... And also, I'm just curious, because of the chemistry the two characters mm-hmm. have um, in the films themselves, the... Uh, the actors whose names I will tell you, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, who was uh, just recently in, son of a, he was in uh, The Devil All the Time. I don't want to talk about anyway, it. Anyway, but those two those two actors have great chemistry. They're, oh, yeah. They're, the interactions they have in the, in the films they've been in where they're together are great. And, and just that alone, the fact that when I've seen them in, in movies together, I go, that was funny. And now bringing it to that the small screen. That was interesting. Right. Bringing it to the small screen, giving them like six hours of their own show to mm-hmm. kind of kind of develop that that uh, that friendship and just kind of give them their own things independently of bigger characters like Iron Man and Captain America is very, very exciting for me. Um, I think that's... Oh, we've also got... There's going to be a Hawkeye series coming out in 2022. There's going to be a She-Hulk series, I think they just recently yeah, announced. I've heard that. I'll be interested to see how that is. A um, couple other things. We won't delve too deep into them because they're so far away. Um, I, want to, I want to circle back to um, what excites me about Chloe Zhao. And I was, I was kind of nervous about this when um, Scott Derrickson, was, uh, when it was announced he was no longer going to direct the new um, Doctor Strange movie because mm-hmm. Scott Derrickson got his start in horror. Like his his first few films are horror films. Um, I believe they are. I want to say one of them is sinister, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Oh no, yeah. So Exorcism of Emily Rose, Sinister, Deliver Us from Evil, and then he he directed Doctor Strange in 2016. So his first kind of his first three kind of bigger, more well known films were these. Um, one sinister a very very well regarded horror film so when he came out and said you know i want to bring horror into the marvel universe i was man i was sold yeah i was excited and i was ready and then they said he wasn't going to direct anymore due to creative differences and i got a little worried well especially with a character like doctor strange oh, yeah. you could do so There's many so cool much things with, with yeah, him yeah because he's like a you know he's basically a wizard yeah. and he does all this magic like to have you, like you could make that basically <clears throat> well it's Marvel, so within reason, but you right, can make right. it as dark as you want it oh, to yeah. with his character. For sure. Easily. Yeah. So when, when Chloe Zhao comes out and says she wants to she wants to bring kind of an she wants to combine Eastern and Western film influences, you know, she's a she's a, a huge manga fan, right? Yeah. That because we know her her movie is 
being made. There's not been any creative differences or whatever. That gets me excited because when Scott Derrickson was out, I thought, man, maybe Marvel's maybe Marvel's not really letting him take the rein on this. Maybe they're kind of limiting him too much. Um, but then I saw they got Sam Raimi, and Sam Raimi is even more so a horror guy yeah. than Scott Derrickson is. You know, Sam Raimi has done Evil The Dead. Evil Dead, yeah. one of the most iconic film series of 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 all time. Um, he's also, I mean, he's done. Um, he he did, also he, he produced did Drag, Me to, Drag Me to Hell and Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell, and then he followed that up with Oz the Great and Powerful. Drag Me to Hell, bro, <laughs> is very scary. Really, I've never it seen is, it. I watched it. Um, <laughs> I watched it when I um, went to. Uh, I studied abroad, you know, for a year, and I when I first got there, it was one of the first movies I watched. And like the next day, I got so sick. Like I had a, I had thrown up and I was like, am I about to get dragged like, to hell? What, what did they do to me? Who's, am I get dragged to hell now? Sam, no. what did you do? So so the fact that they got <laughs> Sam Raimi on to Doctor Strange makes me think maybe they maybe they still want they want to lean into this horror idea. They just needed someone who they had a little more trust in, who had a little more Well, he also has experience with experience. Marvel movies. He did, he did the original it, Spider-Man. Exactly. So you got him doing Spider-Man. Yeah. in the past. So that's a that's a great trust that's a great point of trust right there, mm-hmm. and he's also well more established than Scott well, Derrickson is, which time, is another point of trust. Spider Man was the greatest, maybe the is the only super, like real successful yeah, Marvel movie yeah. up until Iron Man. I think so. Yeah. Right, I think so. Yeah, and I mean, granted, um, that's only six years, but yeah, it would be. Um, but. And then they tried so many more times. Sony tried so many more times uh, to, to make Spider-Man, Spider-Man and magic. it just didn't work. Yeah, you can't you can't make what Sam Raimi. You can't do better than Sam Raimi. No, I mean except I maybe know, Spider-Man three. That original but that honestly, original Spider-Man was yeah. that tied to Marvel or was that tied to Sony? It was Sony. It was fully Sony. Okay. Um, there were no uh, the Marvel. So I guess I can't I can't blame Sony right entirely for well, the yeah. bad sequels, but yeah. You can't. You know, well, we should you, you forget can. about those. We should. Yeah. We should also try to forget about uh, dancing goth Spider-Man and Spider. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. For all of its faults, Spider-Man Three is still way better than the two amazing Spider-Man movies that Sony released. Oh yeah, and not even a little bit by a lot. And that's that doesn't speak so much to how good Here, Spider-Man Three is. For you. It speaks to how bad the Amazing Spider-Man here's movies one for are. You. What's that? Spider-Man Three. Yeah. Is the best portrayal of Venom we've ever seen. Yes, it is. And it's not a good portrayal. And that's sad. It's really sad. It's uh, very, very sad. Sony, um, get your shit together. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Anyway, so it, it really excites me hearing a director in, in Phase 4 saying that and seeing that despite the fact that Scott Derrickson left for creative differences, they got a guy like Sam Raimi, who is basically a, a horror guru, yeah. to come on and direct that movie. Money that I think I think some of the decisions the decision a lot of the decisions they've been making for Phase Four so far outside of Black Widow because I just really I just really don't understand the point. I feel like Black Widow is only there to set up <clears throat> this next phase, and it movie. could. But here's the thing, you know, she's spoiler alert, she's dead. I don't think you gave enough time. But here, but dude, if if they somehow bring her back that will make it worse 
Like I don't. I already. No. If they. I, alre- if they I already don't back, see the point. If they bring her back, it ruins Endgame. Yes, it does. It completely ruins what they set up and what they do in Endgame. And because also, it and means, I guess in Infinity War, it means that the stakes will never be high in a Marvel movie. Yeah, totally. And we need them to be. We, we need, need to them be able to, be to high. take the stakes seriously. Because you and know, up until <clears throat> up until Endgame, we haven't really. Right. And there, yeah. there had been no in, reason. Infinity for us War to think. and Endgame were the movies that said there are real stakes here. And People leading can up die. to that, we were expecting it with Civil War. Mm-hmm. We were expecting something like that with Civil War, and we didn't really. And we didn't get no. it. And then we get we get to Infinity War, we get to Endgame, and we're like, okay, maybe they're finally taking this seriously. Right. They're if, finally doing something. If they something. mess it up with Black Widow, <clears throat> yeah. it's it's going to. It's gonna completely ruin the work that they've done up to this right. point. Because it, now it, no one can no one can deny the success of the MCU. No one can deny how well they've built the characters and how well they've made people love them. And, and it would still be successful if Absolutely. they pulled something like that. People would still go watch the movies for sure. I would. I would. I I, I will. I'm gonna see Black Widow. We're gonna see Black Widow. But I need I need a reason. But I need to know that. There are real stakes. Yes, but I need yeah. to know that they respect the audience enough to not be pulling stuff like that. Exactly. So I'm I'm worried. I'm worried that they're gonna mess it up with Black Widow, but I'm hopeful that they're yeah. just using it to kind of set up Phase Four, mm-hmm. um, and that we can kind of take it in a good direction. Just kind of give us a good one-off story that sh- that her character deserved. Oh, absolutely. For sure. They just did it too late, and that's Marvel's fault. But yeah, I think you're right. It's if it if it's this kind of if it's this kind of one-off idea just its own its own contained film mm-hmm. you know no sequels no prequels she's not actually alive still just a good story about her family her upbringing just to kind of wrap up her character then it's perfect that's exact that's the best they could have done i still don't see the point yeah but it's the best they could have done with what they were going to do re- regardless of what we think anyway mm-hmm. um so moving on from that i mean Dude, other than that, with with Eternals, with the new Spider-Man, which the MCU Spider-Man movies have been really good. Yeah, I still there's still I still prefer the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans, at, at least one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Tom Holland is. I don't a, think you can really beat the first Spider-Man, the original. You can't beat the first two with with like the portrayal of Doc Ock and oh, yeah. uh, Green Goblin. Oh yeah, two of the two of the best villain portrayals in in superhero films mm-hmm. across the board. And there are so many superhero movies out there. And the fact that um, I think Spider Man came out in two thousand one or two thousand two, and then Spider Man two came out in two thousand four. Yeah, the fact that I think you're right. It's been that long, and those two villains still hold up as two of the well, best. Dude, Spider Man, <clears throat> Spider Man has some of the best villains. He does in all of comic books. Not right. even, not just the MCU films. Not just these. Not just the just Avengers. comic books in general. And I think the one of the reasons for that is because with Spider Man there are so many stakes because mm-hmm. he's just a he's just a kid. Yeah, he's a he, in in most of the comics he's a, a high schooler or in college, and he's just a, you know a sixteen to nineteen year old trying to like keep all these people safe and there's these actual like legitimately bad people mm-hmm. who are trying to not ruin you know not just ruin everyone else's life but ruin his life because either they know who he is or yeah. they know he's trying to stop them there's so many more because he's that younger guy with i mean and he has power sure but like he's still just he's a kid he's just a kid you know what you know why spider-man wears a mask 
Have I ever told you about this? No. You know why, why Stan Lee and Steve Dick? I think it's Steve Ditko. You know why they why they have him wear a mask, a huh. full mask? It's to hide his fear. Yeah. It's to hide his fear from his villains because the, he doesn't want them to know that he's some 17-year-old kid with these weird abilities because he knows if they saw his face, they would see the fear. Yeah. That's why Spider-Man wears a mask. One of the coolest character notes you could ever... It's so simple, too. It, mm-hmm. it, and and it's human. It's human. It's very human. It's very humanizing for an otherwise unhuman supernatural person well and 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 think about the the villains that he's facing too of course he'd show fear with even even just the ones that we've seen in film right dr octopus dr octopus who's just truly evil true we have dude sandman one of of the best villains sandman so good i would love to see sandman redone because Mm -hmm. um seen well and given the respect that he was given in those original Spider-Man right, movies. Right. Um, but also, like, Green Goblin in the original was actually kind of scary. Oh, yeah. So, And that's what's great about they, Sam Raimi. They, they have so many cool things they would do. Now, if only they would um, do Venom right, and I'm still I'm going to yeah. stay bitter about that until we get a good one. Until we get a good one. That's what I love about Sam Raimi, man, is because of, with the original Spider-Man movies, because of his... Because of his kind of initial direction in horror, there are so many little elements of horror in the original Spider-Man mm-hmm. series yeah. that make it so just so unique compared to other other Marvel movies that we get nowadays. Yeah. Um, which is what, again, not to circle back, but what excites me about Doctor Strange is the fact that he's going to be directing it. Well, and it's a good I, sign. It's a, it's a good sign. I have to add this in. I don't think Doctor Strange gets the respect that it de- deserves. The, the I don't first either. movie. Well, well, as a character, I'm not gonna lie. Initially, I wasn't a huge fan of Doctor Strange. Really? When I first watched the movie, I was like, "Yeah, it's okay. It's kind of cartoony." But that's one of the one of the few Marvel movies that I watch. And every time I watch it, I I gain more yeah. respect for it, and I I enjoy it more every single time. So I was I was kind of the opposite at first. I didn't even I didn't wa- I didn't watch it until it had been out for. Two years, maybe two oh, wow. or three so years. You watched it like a year ago, then a year or two ago. Yes, I watched. I think I watched it two years ago. Okay. What year did it first come out? Twenty seventeen. I think twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yes. So yeah, I believe I believe I watched it in twenty eighteen. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but I avoided it in theaters. I didn't think it looked good for the same reasons that at first you didn't like it. I thought it looked cartoonish. I right. I didn't think that it would fit into the Marvel movies MCU. that we had seen. Right. Um, and when I watched it, it immediately became my favorite Just kind Marvel of, movie. Yeah. I, I loved it. I loved, I loved the character. And as yes. he was built into um, the Avengers, I mm-hmm. loved his role in the Avengers. Oh, yeah. Just all of it. And his role in the Avengers is so impactful. And it, is, it is so underrated. Yeah. Doctor Strange as a character and mm-hmm. the film that he was given, hundred percent, it was kind of overshadowed by the bigger names. I feel like right. <clears throat> Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange could come out with like Phase Four, and it would and it would kind of fit in. Obviously, it pl- right. he played a huge role in the Avengers in the original phases. But I'm just right. saying that kind of character and that kind of film is one that I would be happy to see. Upcoming and be well. Right. Of course, I know what it is now. Right. But, right. Um, that this is the kind of thing that I'm hopeful for is mm-hmm. that we can see some more Doctor Stranges, so to speak. Me some too. More. Yeah. Some new Guardians of the Galaxy. Just, just some more you know? lore. Some more lore yeah. in the Doctor Strange world. Yeah. Because I think that's that's one of the 
more intriguing kind of less tapped universes within the Marvel universe itself. Sure. Interesting note I want to bring up. So uh, the, the third Spider-Man movie um, is going to be again uh, directed by John Watts. And um, I don't know if you know this about John Watts, but he's a, he's a Colorado boy. Really? He's from Fountain. Okay. Wow. He directed a movie. I believe it came out in 2013 called cop car with Kevin Bacon and it's about these two kids that steal a cop car. I, I, think, I believe it's on I Netflix. I think I've heard of it. Um, one great movie, one of my favorite indie movies. But um, it, he shot it in in Colorado Springs. Oh yeah, in Fountain and in Colorado. Like there are there there are scenes where like Kevin Bacon's character drives up to a stoplight, and it's like it's SH eighty seven in Fountain Boulevard, and you're <laughs> like, I've been there before. Like that is fifteen minutes away from my house. Yeah. He also filmed some scenes up in uh up in uh Northgate, like in Flying Horse where my aunt lives. Oh yeah. Like there are there are shots where some people are driving driving down a road and you see these kind of these kind of cement blocks on the side of the road. It's it I could I could I could take you to the exact place they shot that. Um not you know, not a huge note or anything. I just I love that there's a there's a Colorado guy in there. Not not just a Colorado guy, a fountain Colorado guy. Uh, that's basically Colorado Springs. Yeah. I mean, it's it it's it's right there. If it's not, then it should be. It should be. I uh, am very excited for Spider Man. Okay. Not just because I, of John Watts, but because I want to hear your thoughts on okay. <clears throat> Thor: Love and Thunder. Because well, I know how much you loved. You didn't like Ragnarok at all, did Ragnarok, you? Ragnarok, I did. And because I didn't like Ragnarok, I have. Pretty low expectations for Love and Thunder. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Taika Waititi is returning, and he was the reason that the that Thor Ragnarok was so well-received. It was because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he's returning to direct and co-write the script, um, I believe, and since it's, I mean, he's getting basically five years to work on the story which is a lot of time usually yeah. for for a Marvel franchise and it's because it's because uh Ragnarok butted up so close to the Infinity series, the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. Um Well, and branching into a fourth movie is not something they typically right. want to do. It's not something they've really done um, yet. Yeah. And from my understanding, and this is what gives me hope for it is that they're picking up oh, after me. the events of Endgame <clears throat> right. and kind of saying like where Thor went from there. It's well, like his journey trying to find well, it also if, uh, his new purpose. If after you Endgame. also, if you, I mean, if you remember the end of Endgame, he left with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So there's a good chance he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three yeah. as well. So I'm, I'm. My thought is that Love and Thunder will probably take place after the events of Guardians of the Galaxy three. I could be wrong because of the release date, but I don't, I don't know. The release dates aren't really well. We don't chronological. We don't really know. Um, we don't know when much. Guardians three will come right. out. Right. Um. It looks like from what I'm reading here, it looks like it's going to be part of Phase Four. Okay. So maybe well, that's a good sign. Maybe shortly after could Love be. and Thunder, because next year is already two packed. It could be 2021. The end of, they cannot fit. It could be the end of 2022 when it comes out. Um, yeah, it might be. Yeah, but I, I am I am very excited for for Love and Thunder purely because Taika Waititi is returning, and um, I just I also I also like where Thor's character is based on the events of Endgame, mm-hmm. right? I like where where he's going. And I I want to know where that is. I want to know, you know, I I want to I want to find out what the the next 
logical path for him is. Because, you know, he talks about, you know, it's time for me to stop being a leader and do what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And if that means he's just going to be a, a wandering Norse god doing some crazy things and going to cool planets, I'm all on board for that. Yeah. I'm just And I'm just excited to see where they take the character because I like so much where it ended with the end of the Infinity Saga, with him well, just going, I, see him, I don't know what I'm going to do. I could see him going on sort of a <clears throat> Guardians Volume 2 type journey where he's just like all over at different planets right, and right. obviously it'd be a different storyline. But Right, instead of trying to find his father, he's trying to find things. his purpose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think... I think it has a lot of potential. Um, I do as well. We'll see where it goes. I'm sur- I'm still man. I'm still surprised you can't get behind Ragnarok. So I guess we should do a little bit of a disclaimer that this was not obviously the original take. Yeah, the we conclusion lost, to this video. We lost a little bit of audio, so we're redoing is, um, it today. Yeah, the last ten minutes or so are going to be us in these clothes as opposed to what you originally saw us in. Yeah, and there's might, there be, might be some continuity errors in the be, audio, but we're going to really do our best. There's going to there's gonna be some weird daylight. It's fine. It's good. Sure. So, but so, what, I, what I wanted to start with today yeah. is the problem that I had with Thor Ragnarok. Okay, I hate listening to you talk about this because I, I, I love know, this movie. I know, but the, the reasons why I don't like Thor Ragnarok are some of the same reasons that you had kind of brought up of why you were skeptical of Doctor Strange at yeah, first. Yeah, okay, I remember this. But with Doctor Strange, I think it mm-hmm. worked. I think that Thor Ragnarok was a bit cartoonish, a bit childish, maybe a little bit too much like forced humor. Right. And they just strayed so far from what the Thor of the past was. Mm-hmm. And I get that they kind of had to because the Thor... Thor as a character wasn't quite as popular with the fans right and the and the movies were losing a little bit of steam so I get mm-hmm. why they made those changes yeah. I just didn't think that it worked the Thor of the past just never really worked in general I think I think people just at the offset weren't fans of it they just didn't they didn't like the they didn't like the way the character was going or the decisions he was making and I think they wanted to really just completely turn it on its head and bring a little bit more I don't know, gravitas to the character, so to speak. Yeah, just something I just, a little I just different. I guess I didn't think that a, it really felt like Thor Ragnarok was just a complete 180 from the direction they were heading yeah. with Thor's character. And, and you weren't a fan of that? I wasn't a fan of it. That's interesting, man. Because, I, man, I, love, I loved Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was super well-paced, very funny. It felt like a, a film that had a, like... You know, with Marvel movies, you get you get so caught up in them like trying to fit the MCU kind of criteria, so to speak. And to me, Ragnarok's one of the only one that has like has that very unique feel to it. Like it's its no, own I mean, it's its own movie. I I which agree I, which I really you. appreciated. I agree with you, but I I think maybe for me it's because I would rather they try that with films like Guardians of the Galaxy. With characters like Doctor Strange, don't do it like, with a character that's less established, already established. Less established exactly, because that makes they, sense. I get it that. seems like they had already kind of decided what they wanted Thor to be, but when they realized that it wasn't quite as popular, right? They just decided to change it all together. Now, listen, Thor Ragnarok was necessary to move along the story. Oh yeah, it was a huge, huge story. But key I think for that they the could they could have told that same story with a similar tone that they had. 
in the past movies. Man, I I think you're really going to come around to Thor Ragnarok just as similarly as I did with with uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think more. I think another watch or two, and I think it'll click for you. It might. Well, and maybe and maybe after seeing after seeing how Thor and his character are used in um, Avengers. Right. Um, maybe it'll make a little bit more sense to me because I'll see what they were trying to accomplish mm-hmm. in the first right. place. Right. Um, but then again, we could have avoided having to having to see Fat Thor in the Avengers. I don't and, hate and don't having hate. to see Thor. What's wrong with Fat Thor? Listen, listen. Without Thor, Thor Ragnarok, without Thor Ragnarok, we don't have to have Thor calling people noobs on Xbox. Thor would have been fat in in um, Endgame. Regardless of if we had had Ragnarok, <laughs> that was not Taika Waititi's choice to make him fat. <laughs> well, I just Get wish the hell out of I here. wish it would have been avoided. <laughs> I liked Fat Thor. I thought it was funny. All the that's the problem. All the, all the that's Lebo- the problem the, is that you thought it was funny. All the Lebowski jokes that they made, oh, yeah. those were great. <laughs> okay, you're right. That uh, some of those some of the stuff they did was good with that. It's a, I suppose that's a silver it was, line. It was very ambitious, and I get why people didn't like. Like it's it's kind of a risky move mm-hmm. doing Fat Thor, and kind of making his character go that way. But I think it worked. I think for it worked for a lot of people. Uh, probably definitely didn't work for a lot of people because pretty much everyone I've talked to about it, it's it's about a fifty fifty split. But I think they were okay with taking that risk, and that's one thing I appreciate about most of the MCU is for the most part so far. They haven't been really afraid to take big risks with characters at the expense of losing half the fandom because they know if they lose half the fandom, it's going to be replaced two movie cycles from then. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, and any, and I'm not saying Thor Ragnarok was not successful because generally speaking, everybody loved it. I'm in the minority here. You are. You're like very much in the minority. You're in a very, very, very small minority. A couple things, though. The minority is tiny. With that being said, they can make a big change with something like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Also knowing that they have Avengers Endgame to bank on. Right. Fairly soon. Yeah. They have. That's kind of their saving grace. Like they have Infinity War and then Endgame coming out back to back. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, But I think based off of what we've seen in. Granted, it's very limited. I think yeah. Thor Love and Thunder is going to be a lot closer to Thor Ragnarok than it was to Dark World. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Mainly because they got Taika Waititi to yeah. co-write and direct again. Yeah, so well, it'll be interesting to see what kind of what I mean, path they take He's there. definitely one of the characters I'm more interested in seeing kind of where he goes. Yeah. Um, obviously, I, you know, I can't wait for the Guardians movie, but we don't even know when that's coming out yet. And we've talked sure. about that a little bit. Um, I think what, what started this whole conversation and why we actually wanted to record this was, um, was WandaVision, which we haven't really touched on yet. No, and I, I'm excited for WandaVision. I think that, first of all, it's kind of, it might almost replace um, the, the Black Widow movie as the work that kind of kicks off phase four. Now, I, I agree. Now that, especially now that Black Widow has been pushed back a little ways, mm-hmm. but dude, WandaVision looks just so unique. It's going to be completely oh, different yeah. from anything we've ever seen it Marvel It looks like do. such such a head trip, which Marvel doesn't really delve into really, really. I mean, the closest they've really come is Doctor Strange, and that's just because he's kind of a, a wizard. It fits but, the character. But they haven't really gotten into like psychological drama or yeah. horror, and, and this kind of looks like just a real 
mind piece of well, the show. And, and so I don't want to go too far again, kind of back to Doctor Strange, but from what mm-hmm. I've seen, um, Elizabeth Olsen is casted in Doctor Strange and she's casted in oh. WandaVision. So I think that these, I think the TV show might be more important to to the MCU than we think it's going to be it just be. based off of initial looks. Mm-hmm. But also like they with characters um like Scarlet Witch and like with Vision. Right. You kind of have to find new ways to explore their characters. And oh yeah, giving for sure. them giving them kind of this platform mm-hmm. um could be really interesting to kind of find out more about characters that we didn't really get to know. Right. Throughout the films. Well, and what was great about the trailer, too, is it, it didn't really tell us much. It told us that they're in some reality where they're like a Brady Bunch family yeah. in the 50s. Even then, we don't really know what kind of reality it is. But the yeah. trailer kind of goes back and forth between yeah, their the, life and right. them on TV. The trailer kind of makes it, you question, like, because it um, doesn't draw real clear lines there. Right. Because, you know, Vision's obviously dead. He's he's been dead and he didn't come back in Endgame. He's no. he's and they gone. they confirm that in and, the trailer yeah, in the for trailer, this movie. One of the characters, yeah, she he says, "Why are you acting like this?" She goes, "Because you're dead." Just a kind of a random moment that just kind of, I think, helps cue you into the idea that what we're gonna see is gonna be really really weird and, yeah. and different. Which for Marvel, like I you know we talked about kind of fitting the Marvel grain. For Marvel, that's a great that's a great thing for them to do to branch out and try new things because that's one of the things they're probably going to have to do to keep audiences kind of uh, invested because they've already they've, yeah. they've already had the Infinity War. Thanos is already dead. You can't bring him back, and that's like one of the biggest bad guys in the entire Marvel universe. Period. Mm-hmm. Not just the cinematic universe, but just Marvel in general. Yeah, Thanos is like one of the the guys. But I think um, I think something we didn't we didn't talk about earlier. Um, I think Fantastic Four is going to tie into what the next big bad event is going to be because in the Fantastic so. in the Fantastic Four universe is the Silver Surfer, and the Silver yeah. Surfer is an otherworldly being who serves a you know some planet destroyer or something. I think that might be one way they could like. Well, make a new, you know, kind of tie the Avengers back in again. And is I with think something we're like that. also, I think we're expecting eventually another X-Men. Yes. Potentially some sort of Deadpool crossover as well. Oh, that's right. Because Marvel owns Deadpool now, yeah. don't they? Um, oh, wow. Now it's going to be, it's going to be, they have to be careful with how they do that because right. they could easily ruin the characters from the X-Men universe if they try too that's hard. That's true. With the Avengers, we already have really good X Men characters. Yeah, but it could it could give us a really cool you know look into whoever the the next the next bad guy is going to be, how they're right. going to build the right. the upcoming Marvel world. I did want to go back though. Um, something that really excites me with WandaVision mm-hmm. is that Vision's character. Yeah, is finally gonna get the love that he deserves. Yes, he's he's kind of been get his own show. We don't. I think finally. it's it's kind of hard to. <clears throat> it's kind of easy to forget how important he has been since right. the very beginning. So right. because Vision was Jarvis. Was Jarvis. Right. He has been around since the very first since, since Iron, Man. Iron Man. So he's been around the entire the been, entirety of the MCU. He's been a key, mm-hmm. and and I think that um, Paul Bettany the 
actor that plays Vision. Right, right. I mean, he was a voice actor to start playing Jarvis. Right, Then right. he finally gets to play Vision, but he's Vision. He's not himself. Right. This trailer actually shows... Paul Bettany as Paul Bettany right. as Vision like in his looking as, in, his, yeah. in his human form. As it's if gonna you be, were human. I'm excited for that because I feel like Paul Bettany as an actor, as well as just Vision as a character in the MCU, yeah. mm-hmm. like they deserve that kind of respect. They deserve that kind of spotlight, even if it's going to be something short lived, so right. like just a few right. episodes on a TV show. It's about time that they kind of get get what they deserve and I agree. and they can kind of be shown off in that way cuz he's a super interesting character but unfortunately right. we don't really get to You just don't get that time. We don't get to to have the time with him that right. we would want. Right. Right. And now we do. We get 6 episodes. Yeah. of just him and Wanda, i.e. Scarlet Witch. It's exciting, dude. It's really exciting. It's what it's the it's the show, it's the trailer that kicked off this whole conversation that's gone way over long. I yeah. love how I love how we say we're gonna post our shorter stuff to YouTube. This is over an the hour. The shorter long. stuff becomes the longest stuff that sh- we've done. Well, you know what? There's a lot to unpack with Marvel, right. there, and they're always. But is. it's fun. This started with us just being like, "Hey, we should break down the Wandavision trailer." That's how it started. Yeah, and it could, it could have easily been a 10 minute video, and we just started yeah. talking, and it doesn't. And then yeah, we get you get here, and we're like, we should talk about everything that Marvel's doing. Like we should just let's just talk about Phase Four and all the other TV shows. Well, and even that at first seemed like an easy task. We're like, oh, let's like we'll just yeah. go over the list of what's coming right. out and do a breakdown. And, and then, then we like, start to dive in so deep into every single one. It's just, it, yeah. Well, you can't help it. I'm excited for it though, dude. Me too. Um, yeah, I don't have. I don't have much else. I don't have too much else to say. It, you know, one thing we can talk about. Yeah. Because everyone's talking about it, so. Why not jump on? Um, it is going to suck seeing Phase 4 without uh, Chadwick Boseman around. Agreed, dude. I don't I don't think that we could have talked about Marvel without yeah. talking about Chadwick <clears throat> Boseman. I mean, with how, but, I, with how iconic Black Panther was for Phase... Whenever... I think it came out in Phase 2, mm-hmm. end of Phase 2. Um, I mean, it's, it's like one of the highest grossing films ever. Not just a superhero movie. Yeah. In movies in general. I mean, it was a, it was a, a, not just like a countrywide phenomenon. It was a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. People, people around the world who'd never seen movies before saw Black Panther. Like that was mm-hmm. millions of people's first movies. I mean, it was a, a huge deal. And even just beyond that, like Chadwick Boseman as a, as a person, not just as an actor. I mean, I feel like he brought a lot of things to the table that maybe other people Maybe not necessarily other people didn't, but he kind of had, we talked about um, uh, John David Washington kind of having it, that kind of, that it factor Mm -hmm. that actors can get that like when they're on screen, it doesn't matter what the role is or who they're portraying, how good or bad the script is. They always kind of bring another level with them and their performance, no matter what they're doing. And I think Chadwick Boseman and a lot of, I mean, a lot of the movies I saw with him, I always kind of felt like that was there. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting hope, to see what they decide to do. I hope that they do right by him if they're going to move forward with another Black Panther movie. I don't know how you do that, though. Right. I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I don't either. I don't even think they started filming from what I know. Yeah. Um, I think that his. He's going to. Obviously, he brought so much more than just Black Panther. Like he right. became a 
a pop culture icon mm-hmm. almost and like his character black panther was so relatable to so many people oh yeah um and not only that but like look at what he was doing off camera he's right. he he's fighting cancer nobody really knows about it battling stomach while cancer. he's while he's filming the avengers while he's filming action movies yeah he's filming action movies he's also you know doing all sorts of charity work and, mm-hmm. and meeting with, with right. kids out on the side, like being, he's really bringing black Panther to the people and, mm-hmm. and yeah. doing everything he can to, right. To really connect and he, I mean, with the he, fans. And he brought that energy before he even, like he was that person before black Panther. Like that's just oh, absolutely. The, yeah. like black Panther kind of gave him that avenue to become that you know that icon yeah and kind of show the world like yeah this is the kind of like this is just this is the guy i am this is what i do yeah exactly i i put myself out there full full tilt no hold no holding back and i just go and it's gonna be i think it's gonna be hard to pay any proper respect like there's no perfect way to to commemorate or not commemorate um memorialize someone like that mm-hmm. especially in a movie it's so hard to do i wouldn't be i mean the the movie has a slated release date i think for 2023 yeah i think you're right um i wouldn't be surprised if they if they bump that back i wouldn't be surprised either if they just cut it completely and tried to kind of revamp the story in another film just because it's going it, to I don't I don't know how you have him I mean they can't hack cuz they can't have they just can't have him in the movie to start. Mm-hmm. So what we I mean I think there are plenty of options as kind of his, you know, replacement or to kind of to kind of move on with his character in in this MCU. I'm just not sure how that's going to happen and, and I don't think they're going to try and do it in a two, you know, two hour and 15 minute long feature film. Yeah, it's, it's not something that you can rush. Right. Um, but yeah, dude, um, obviously Marvel was better because of him, but you know, oh, yeah. the, the world was better because of him. He's just a, dude, did you ever watch a good guy? Not to get super sidetracked, but did you ever watch 42? Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I already i I played baseball, so I knew mm-hmm. Jack. I knew who Jackie Robinson was. Like, I knew what he did for history, and you know, he was a you know pretty good baseball player too. But to actually see that story unfold, and to see a guy like Chadwick Boseman do it, I mean, that was one of his. That was kind of, I think, one of the first big movies that kind of put him in the spotlight. Um, he also did the movie. He did another biopic called Get On Up about James Brown. Yeah, one of the one of the best singers ever. Yeah. That was another another example. I mean, I don't know. He just was able to just kind of become the people he wanted to, you know, he wanted to recreate. It was. It seemed almost easy. Like it, acting never seemed hard to him. It seemed like his roles were just kind of. He was able to get in and go. Yeah. And I don't think I think. I don't know that not a lot of actors have that. That kind of that, like I said, that it factor and. I don't know. Well, and the range that he showed to, um, <clears throat> because really being in being in the Avengers and being in Black Panther was right. just such a small body of work for him. It goes beyond that. Like his his oh, yeah. skill set and his range were mm. 
so much better than I think people even really give him credit for. Yeah, for sure. And the, I think a pro- one of the problems with that too is it's just he just wasn't in the game long enough. Yeah. Like he, I mean, I don't, I don't think before 2010, he really, I don't know that he was in like, I don't know that he had a starring role or was in any big movies mm-hmm. before, you know, kind of later in the tw- or earlier in the 2010s. So, you know, that I think that notoriety kind of comes with time. He just didn't, and I think he he had the. Um, he had like the backlog, the catalog of, of movies and, and projects to kind of show he had that, mm-hmm. but it just, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those hindsight things, you know, you don't really recognize it until someone's gone or they stop doing something. Yeah. But I don't know. I think, I think we can wrap it up there. Yeah. It's a good, good place, place to go. Good place to end. Good place to end it. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank you for entertaining us for so long i was 11 years old when iron man came out now i'm 23 and we're getting ready for phase four and no signs of stopping no signs of slowing down superhero fatigue is real but marvel just marvel somehow they power through it and there's eyes (laughs) they pretend it doesn't exist i don't i don't get how they're doing it man yeah well i guess we'll see after uh i guess we will after these upcoming uh after wandavision and Black Widow, we'll see if they can make it through. I'm so excited for WandaVision. Black Widow. We'll get through it. We'll, we'll, we're going to see it. <laughs> All right, man, you want to wrap it? Yeah, so... Um, if you liked what you saw today, go ahead and check us out on Spotify for all of our long-form discussions. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, really any of your um, favorite podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave us a like, comment. Let us know what you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do you like where it's going? Do you hate where it's going? Do you hate listening to us? Should we, <laughs> are we, are we, are we good enough for you on video? Let us know. Let us know what changes we should make. We love any input. All right, guys. Peace. Nice, dude. Good work. Stop. Why do you always have to do that? Why do you always do that? I don't know. Cause I'm just a, fucking... listen, it's, it's getting real old Guster. I'm sorry. Did you ever watch psych? I've seen a few episodes. Not the whole thing. Unacceptable. I've heard it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, there's a guy named Gus on there. Yes. Is Gus the main? Well, they're both the main guy. Yeah, they're both kind of the main guys. So the main, main guy is Sean. He's the one that pretends to be a psych. Mm -hmm. Psychic, His best friend is Gus. Right. But every time they meet someone new, Sean makes up a new name for Gus. Like, calls him something different. Oh, really? Whenever he introduces them to anybody, Uh it's a brand new name, and it's hilarious. Okay.